Welcome to I'm In, the Institute of Hospitality's official podcast hosted by me, Phil Street, FIH. Today we're doing something a little bit different, as we're going to explore the importance of the front of house manager as part of a new series looking at all the amazing roles that exist in hospitality. Helping me to do that was Jupiter Humphrey Bishop, AIH, Katrina Pengeli, MIH, and Adam Tepperning, FIH. A huge thank you to all three of them for their time and opinion. So to find out just how important the front of house manager really is, let's get to it. Hello and welcome to the next episode of I'm In, the Institute of Hospitality's official podcast hosted by me, Phil Street, FIH. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. As we start a new series of the show, looking at the various roles that exist within hospitality and putting the spotlight on their importance. And we're kicking things off this time with the front of house manager, which we'll get into shortly. But of course, I'm not going to do this alone, as we've once again roped in three more of the IOH's finest who are all very kindly giving up their time to chat to me today. So, first up, from within the fellowship, we have Adam Tepperning, Charity Director of the rather wonderful Room to Reward. Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Phil. Look forward to doing the podcast with you and um, sharing my thoughts on uh, the, the, the role of a front office manager. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. And how are you, in any case? How's life? Very good, thank you. Yep, we... Um, we fully recovered from um, the pandemic and all those horrible things which went on for those 18 months, whatever it was. The charity has picked up again from where we were pre-pandemic. And in fact, not only sort of catching up, but we've had tremendous support. And um, it's just gaining momentum and strength every single month. Uh, yeah, it's it's wonderful to be part of it. And um, it's wonderful that the hospitality industry is supporting us so much. Fantastic. Yeah, well, perhaps you could just give us an overview of, of what Room to Reward are, are all about. That's very kind. So, um, I started it back in 2015. It's a hospitality-based charity. And our whole premise is about hoteliers giving up an unsold room when they know it's going to be empty. Because um, as much as hoteliers know when they're going to be 100% full, they can probably anticipate an unsold room. So why not give it to someone worthy? And the way we do that is a very simple uh, mechanism is we reach out to other charities and say to them, I'm sure you'd like to thank the wonderful volunteers who are giving up so much of their time to help you with a tangible thank you. And that tangible thank you is a short break in one of these unsold rooms. Just to share with you a couple of stats about the power of what we're doing. Yeah. There are over 140,000 unsold rooms in the UK every night of the week. So if you wow. sort of multiply that out, that's about £5 billion worth of wasted assets because effectively an unsold room tonight can never, never be sold again. So why not as a hotelier? Why wouldn't you do it? It's, it doesn't cost much. It's, it, it, is, it is going to be empty. Uh, yes, there's a bit of cost in terms of servicing the room and a breakfast, but it's nothing which is really going to hit your budget. But And yet you're going to make a fantastic difference within the charity sector. You'll be able to say thank you to millions of volunteers. And I'm just going to share with you because I know that uh, Jupiter is part of the royal household. Uh, the king has decreed that on the um, coronation bank holiday weekend, the Monday is all about volunteers. 
So our room to reward is very, very relevant this year. It's relevant anyway. But this particular year, um, it is even more re relevant because King Charles has said, you know, I wonder what the country would be without volunteers. So that's what we do as room to reward. Fantastic. Yeah. And I would absolutely urge anybody who's listening to this, who uh, is fascinated by what Adam's just said, to to reach out to him directly. We'll put contact details of Room to Reward in the show notes in any case, Adam. So Thank you very anybody's much. got uh, access. Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing you're doing and uh, and vitally important um, to, to, to helping just give people a bit of a lift. And a little bit of give up, give back some of their time, which they gave up to a particular charity. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, you're very, very welcome. And over to you, Kat, who is uh, hailing from the MIH ranks. Uh, and you're currently the leisure sales manager at Mandarin Oriental Hotel Group, as well as being the founder of the Nerdy Hotelier blog. Yes, that is correct. I'm good. Thank you, Phil. How are you doing today? Yeah, good. As um, how's uh, I mean, I say you're the founder of the Nerdy Hotelier blog, but actually you're just a nerdy hotelier, aren't you? I am indeed just an incredibly nerdy hotelier. And I actually started the Nerdy Hotelier blog back during the pandemic um, as a way to help keep myself involved and relevant with the industry, keeping up to date on what all the hotels were getting up to uh, while I had been made my redundant, uh, I had been made redundant from my hotel sales role. Um, and so it was just really a way for me to keep my foot in the door and talk to the right people. Um, and I will say, I actually hate writing blogs. Um, I am not a writing person at all. Um, so starting a blog during the pandemic was definitely a bit difficult. And I couldn't have done it without my lovely editor friend who really assisted me with that. Um, but I am actually trying to rebrand it now rather than just a blog. It's just me the nerdy hotelier, um, you know, because it, it is a brand that I've kind of built for myself since the pandemic. And now my Instagram is all about nerdy, uh, me getting nerdy about hotels and showcasing some beautiful things in hotels. So if anyone wants to do my web design, because I don't seem to have any time for it, I would love for someone to revamp my website for me. <laughs> Well, equally, if, if somebody's listening, please reach out again. Your, your contact details will be in the uh, in the show notes <laughs> in any case. But back to the role that you do as well. I mean, what does a leisure sales manager do? Yeah, well, um, it's really interesting. Generally, it's My, just a general question. General question. I would say it's all about relationships. Um, you know, I'm a global sales manager, so I don't just talk to people in the UK. I talk to people um, in, I was I actually had a phone call this morning with Indonesia, and I have a phone call this night, uh, tonight with Chile. Um, so, you know, my, my main thing is just to speak to as many people in the world that can help support uh, my company, Manager Oriental, and our business uh, with the specific products that I look after. Um, but it's really all about relationships and building trust with people, which um, kind of brings it all back to some of the lovely things I have to say about front of house managers. <laughs> well, well, we'll absolutely get into that for sure. But thank you very much for, for giving up your time for the chat. And finally, from within our AIH members, we have Jupiter Humphrey Bishop, who is a footman of the Royal Household, as well as being the winner of the Gold Service Scholarship 2023. And so before we get into anything, massive congratulations on that, Jupiter. That is amazing. Thank you. Good afternoon. Um, thank you very much uh, once again for having me on the uh, Institute of Hospitality podcast. Uh, yes, honestly, it's been um, an incredible experience taking part in the Gold Service Scholarship. You know, right from the start, everyone was so supportive, and I, you know, I really do encourage these kind of things for you know young people getting into the industry. You know, 
looking for ways to kind of find out more about the industry and you know competitions like this is just just incredible I've learned so much along the way um so just yes a little bit about myself so I've spent the last kind of seven years working in the hospitality industry you know in different departments we've got the bar restaurants and events all kind of within the hotel sector from the moment I I joined hospitality actually I just absolutely fell in love with it you know it's that passion that you give to the guests it's that experience you can give with them you know sharing that joy is just incredible and uh, previously before I was um, a footman at the royal household I was a head waiter at Clifton House actually which was a an amazing oh, nice. yeah. opportunity you know just to not only a such an elegant and uh, lovely building and environment but just the the level of service you know the, the fine detail it just yeah, <laughs> something I'm really passionate about, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So just tell us, what uh, what does a footman of the royal household do? Um, if you can tell us, I don't <laughs> know, maybe, it's, maybe it's secret squirrel. So uh, I won't really be <laughs> saying too much, but, you know, it's about kind of, you know, just like in a hotel and a restaurant, we have those hospitality elements where, you know, there'll be breakfast, lunch, dinner, kind of afternoon tea and, and hosting events, really. You know, it's this kind of working together as a team. Yeah, all working together and bringing the best kind of the best out in the hospitality. So, <laughs> yeah, fantastic. That, that's enough. That, I, we don't need to delve into that any deeper. I, we, um, basically, you're responsible for delivering exceptional service at every single juncture that you get involved with. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else can fill in the gaps that's fine <laughs> no that's great thank you so much for for joining us i'm going to come back to you adam and um why did you say i'm into the institute of hospitality simply because i've been in hotels for longer than i want to really think about i'm a lot older <laughs> than you guys um and i've obviously been a general manager for many many years i've been in the institute for probably over 30 or 40 years and th- I said I'm in because of their incredible support within the charity sector and how they have supported Room to Reward right from the beginning in 2015. When you start a charity, it's not an easy journey. And mm. you really do depend on other people to get behind you and join in your journey. And the IOH did it right from the beginning. And, you know, even and uh, Robert has been, you know, uh, Peter, his predecessor was amazing. But I do have to say that Robert has stepped in and he's doing an incredible job. And, um, you know, him and the IOH are well behind a room to reward. So that's why I am in to the IOH. So that's almost like a kind of reciprocating full circle. They've helped you. You're now helping them. Correct. It's just kind of scratch it, each other's backs. Let's get better together. Yeah, it's a two way street. My, like most things in life, it is a two way street. If you give something, you you will get it back. Um, yeah. And that's what the IOH do. So that's why I am in. Fantastic. And uh, same question to you, Kat. Why are you in? Yeah, I will say it's not anything as fantastic as hearing that uh, the Institute of Hospitality has been so supportive um, with Adam's charity from the beginning. That's fantastic to hear. Um, But for me, it was much more um, a personal goal. Being um, kind of in the mid-level of my career, I've worked in hospitality for about 13 years now, um, and I've done many, many different roles. But one of the most important things to me is I've continued to grow myself as uh, a hotelier and as a person, a member of the hospitality industry. 
Um, I've always looked for areas and opportunities to develop myself and grow myself as a hospitality professional. And with the Institute of Hospitality, you know, they're not just well connected with the local industry, but also have so much insight and so much knowledge into the global world of hospitality that's allowed me to better myself as a hotelier. And as well as, you know, speaking of support, um, as Adam mentioned, there's so much um, continued personal development that you can do through the Institute of Hospitality. Um, So for me, it was a no brainer to say I'm in. Fantastic. I mean, that's almost like a company-sponsored response. Yeah, uh, I'm very good at that. Can you tell I'm a sales manager? <laughs> uh, no, that's great. And then uh, back over to you, Jupiter. Why Why did you say I'm into the IOH? Well, you know, I, as I said, you know, I'm so passionate about hospitality and uh, the industry. And actually, when I when I won the Gold Service Scholarship of 2023, I was awarded a membership as an associate with the Institute of Hospitality. Oh, wonderful. Uh, which was, you know, absolutely fantastic. And uh, there are so many kind of great opportunities to attend events, network, and, uh, you know, really meet like-minded individuals in the industry as well. Yeah. I, I actually attended my first IOH events, which was the Restaurant Manager of the Year 2023. Uh, oh, great, yeah. Ago. And uh, I oh, just found it such a great experience. It was so interesting just listening to the live panel discuss, you know, hospitality subjects. So, you know, that's kind of why I've said, you know, I'm into the IOH because, you know, I just love to learn from one another and just really share the knowledge, you know, what I've learned to others, you know, help kind of grow myself and yeah, share that, share that on. Yeah. And that, that event was high on energy and positivity, wasn't it? I mean, it was just a, it was a great room to be in. Yes. An absolute, what an, what an experience. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, guys. You're all very, very welcome. But uh, I think it's time to get stuck into the topic at hand. So today we're doing, as I said at the head of the show, we're going to do something a bit different. And that's kind of just delve into the importance of a particular role within hospitality. Now, I'm conscious of the fact that we're going to come at this probably from a little bit of a hotel heavy perspective. This is a role that exists in in other sectors uh, uh, within hospitality as well. But, you know, we can only speak, I guess, to our own experience. And so I'm not going to ask you to, to really kind of speculate as to what things might be in other sectors. Just just speak to whatever it is that is your own experience of, of this particular position. So we're looking at the front of house manager. So a very open question to kick things off. What are each of your ideas of what a front of house manager is? Yeah, I suppose that... Um... As I said, I've been in the industry for a long, long time. So, but I don't think the role has changed that significantly over the sort of many years. So I think um, the role of front of house manager is all about taking full responsibility for the reception, concierge and the housekeeping departments within the hotel. Sort of almost at the sort of the top of the structure of, of any hotel will be a front of house manager and taking on more than just one department in terms of their responsibility. Yeah, and I suppose the the difference between a front office manager and a front of house manager is the fact that a front office is a department, whereas a front of house manager will look after that department. And a number of others. Yeah, and others as well, yeah. Correct. 
Kat, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, it was a really interesting role when I kind of sat myself down to think about, especially as you just, just touched on, the difference between a front of house manager and a front office manager. And speaking to Adam's point on how, you know, it's a very senior level of the team, um, someone that has responsibility to uphold within the hotel or business that they're in. For me, it actually went um, much more with like uh, interpersonal skills. So a role that creates a safe space for both colleagues and guests. Someone that is really there to be the representation and the face of the um, of the property and allows colleagues and guests to in- intermingle and spend their days in a safe space for both of them. Yeah, very good. I like that. And we're, you mentioned a, a key attribute. We'll definitely come on to that shortly as well as to an exploration of what, what makes a good front of house manager uh, Jupiter anything to, to add yeah I uh, I completely agree with that you know the kind of the role of the front of house manager you know really does have that big responsibility of of managing kind of all of those key areas you know reception reservations concierge you know it's that kind of general running of all of the front of house areas you know you've got coordinating and supervising the entire kind of almost front of house team you know, to work together and ensuring, you know, the service is running smoothly. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a very true believer in, you know, hospitality, kind of no matter where you work, you know, you should almost make the guests feel at home from the minute they walk through the door. The front of house manager really plays a, a big part in the guests kind of overall experience as, as Kat just said, yeah, like the, the face of the the establishment definitely yeah I actually I like what you said Kat as well around the fact that it's it's not just the guest as well you know it's about the team it's about making sure that they feel special yeah absolutely great okay well does from your experience I know I kind of alluded to it at the ahead of discussing this from your experience does this role exist beyond the world of hotels and again anybody can jump in from their own experience of this well, I'll, I'll jump in, but kind of yes and no, really. I mean, for example, if you look at kind of you've got cruise ships and, and all different things. Yes, you've kind of got that. But then that is hospitality. But kind of outside of hospitality, maybe if you look at you've got entertainment industries, fashion houses, you know, these kind of areas where they're, the managers have to kind of deal with all these different departments, you know, front and back of house and bring it all together with communications and you know, kind of how the guests are viewing the work and service. It's just kind of almost bringing everything together, bringing the team together, bringing kind of the different departments together with communication. It's uh... No, I was going to say, I absolutely agree, Jupiter. And the only thing I'd add is to say that the job title might be different in other industries. So the role could be very similar, just that the job title is different. And therefore, those skills are very transferable to any industry. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, it's a fair point. And Jupiter, you mentioned cruise ships, which is actually where I started my uh, hospitality career. And we def- definitely didn't, they might call it that now, but we definitely, when I worked, and that's going back 20 years ago, we didn't call it a front of house manager, but it definitely existed in right. the context of what the, the makeup of the position was. And I actually, one of the jobs that I had when I was on ships was something called a lobby manager which was, I think they just made that up on the spot one day when they realized that there was quite a lot of activity going on in, I suppose, what you would call the lobby, the atrium of the of the cruise ship. The, the role of that 
person was basically just to go around and make sure that anybody that was hovering around in the space was good. You know, that they, they had everything that they needed if they were missing anything. And that role fell under the front of house manager as well, or the equivalent position. So, I mean, I suppose it, it all comes down to the size of the business and the structure within that business, I guess, as to whether you're going to have it by title or whether it's it's kind of, uh, I suppose, just merged into another role or, or whatever. Yeah. And if I can actually touch on that specifically, Phil, it was kind of funny because when I was thinking about that Mm. question, I almost went a completely different direction in the way that I completely agree that it depends on, you know, the size of your business, the style of your business. It very much, as Adam said, could be um, the same role, but with a different name. But when I thought, you know, does this role exist beyond the world of hotels, where my brain went was more almost like a host. Um, So in my head I was like well well, a mum's a front of house manager a mum runs a team and runs a house and you know make sure everybody's happy whether it's the the people that live there or the guests and then I also then spoke about or thought about cruise ships where we're talking about you know welcoming people ensuring that everyone feels safe and secure and looked after so it was quite interesting to think that the the role is still there but depending on whether it's industry or personal or anything like that how someone who just truly looks after people and ensures that everything runs incredibly smoothly, especially for the front-facing people. Um, it's quite interesting to think about it that way. Absolutely. I, I think that's absolutely correct. And I think that that comes back then to the, the, the point around that just because the title might not be there, the bones of what you need to be doing do exist for sure within other parts of the, the sector. Yeah, absolutely. And for some reason, my brain went to mums. I was like, oh, mums are in charge of everything. They got it covered. They are the front of house managers of this world. I mean, that's fair (laughs) enough. I suppose that depends on the house, doesn't it? Yes, it does. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Great stuff. Okay. Um, So let's uh, strip this back to basics a little bit in the sense of um, what do you think are the key attributes for a, a good front of house manager? Well, you know, a front of house manager really needs kind of to know how to actually manage a team. You know, they they should show signs of uh, emotional intelligence and uh, possess that kind of like leadership skills and uh, be able to effectively manage, coordinate the entire kind of team together. You know, they should have um, good communication skills and be very and again, very patient with, with, you know, with staff and with guests, be kind of a real people person <laughs> yeah absolutely anything to add adam um yeah i mean what jupiter says is absolutely right but i just add i think like any department manager they must have great attention to detail that is a great skill which i think every manager should have regardless of what position they hold in the structure but attention to detail for a front of house manager is particularly important because things can go so very wrong if if, if it isn't up there in terms of being one of their key attributes. And I think the ability to support other departments, because they're so close to other departments, they've got to be able to be proactive um, in terms that if any department is having a bit of a bad day or for whatever, that they can very quickly go in and support them where they can, because as I said, they'll probably be the first people to hear. So uh, supporting other departments is very important. I'm sure there's many others, which I'll leave other people to share, but um, those two come to me immediately. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that attention to detail, I think it's a cracker because, uh, you know, it's one of those things as well that I don't think you're necessarily born with. And, and you hotels, have to, yeah. You have to learn that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's... And do you know something? With all my experience, I, I would say to you that attention to detail can be coached. It's not something which it can be coached through training and through mentors, etc. cetera. Um, mm. And I think, you know, many hotels miss a trick on that. Um, you know, they really don't get it all the time. I'm sure it doesn't apply to my other two people on this podcast, but um, attention to detail to me is paramount within hospitality. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think detail is kind of one of those things where you think, well, I mean, for myself, absolutely. Um, you know, I feel once I've learned it, you can't kind of almost unlearn it in a way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you kind of, I don't know if you're an setting up a restaurant or event and you're making sure every every absolute thing is absolutely perfect um and then you know after the event you go home and then you i don't know set up the table for your dinner with your family or something and you go oh oh let's uh let's just put the the knife and the fork here and it's like you know and it's puff the cushions and it's just yeah. i think can i yeah, yeah absolutely true can i say something to you which i think i want to share with you guys is that yeah. when i was very early in my career I, my general managers were very, very tough and they were very demanding. And when we used to walk around the hotel and, um, and something wasn't quite right, a general manager would say to me, you know, if you walk past that and you can see it's not right and you don't deal with it, that will become tomorrow's standard. And that is so yeah. true. So if you see an ashtray back in the day or whatever it was or a cushion not fluffed up or something which isn't quite right, if you don't deal with it and, and, and sort of make sure that the train is given so it doesn't happen again, then that standard will, will remain in place the day after. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. I, I remember having a chat with a lady called Varian Palmer who... Uh, oh, I know. This, I know her well at the yeah, Headland. Yeah. Yeah. she uh, She's just a, a wonderful human being. Correct. And... Um, they're saying, I think she, this was uh, handed down to her from her, one of her mentors, and that was the standard that you walk past is the standard you accept. Correct. And that, you know what, you could absolutely equate that to the front of house manager and yep. in the, the you know, in every kind of element of the business, right? I mean, not just around the fluffing of the cushions or, you know, make, seeing that the, the I don't know, the, the coffee menus are facing the right way as people Correct. enter the, the room. But it's about making sure that, the um that your team have everything that they need uh yeah. as well and that the you know that, that the the rotors are going out on time and that the the holiday requests are dealt with quickly and efficiently and all of these attention to detail parts which if you kind of just kick the can down the road and don't deal with them they just become it becomes the uh, norm it becomes the it, norm yeah, yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah and it kind of almost maybe I don't know how to say this, like snowballs, and then it becomes, you know, one thing becomes slightly kind of out of place, and then something else might become out of place. And I, you know, I very much have that mindset where detail for me is such a such an important thing when it comes to hospitality. It's, it's so important, so crucial, because everything almost kind of fits together like a, a jigsaw puzzle. And, um, you know, and it's, I really feel that, you know, for a front of house manager, it's, um, they should be kind of training and um, training the staff to be able and to coaching absolutely. coaching absolutely you know coaching the staff to be able to to have that eye for detail and attention for detail as well as them you know yeah absolutely Kat any 
attributes to add? Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because the attributes that I had to add very much do tie into what Jupiter and Adam have already said. You know, for example, when Adam was talking about, um, you know, being able to support the other teams and Jupiter just now talking about coaching and mentoring, I think it also has to do with a sense of responsibility and knowledge for your property to have a really good understanding of how every department works so that you can jump in support where needed, as Adam was saying, but also so that you know how the teams run and you can see when they need assistance without needing to be asked. Um, You know, having that high emotional intelligence level, having a high sense of self, but also an understanding of others that allow a front of house manager to really create um, an environment that, that flows so smoothly, like we see from many of the beautiful hotels that we all know and love. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, so anybody listening to this who's uh, intrigued as to what the role of a front of house manager is, and they, maybe they have aspirations to become one themselves at some point, what um, what should an aspiring front of house manager go seek out in terms of experience and knowledge? I would love to jump in quickly about that, actually, Um, just because I was just talking about it very briefly, but very much having an understanding of all the different departments. So if you're someone aspiring um, to be a a front of house manager, but you've only worked on the front desk or reservations, you know, speaking to your management to have a better understanding of the food and beverage operations in your hotel, housekeeping, even sales and marketing to get an understanding of, of how the relationships work with colleagues and with guests um, to understand people's emotions and worries. It's it's going to be an ongoing process. I think, you know, especially the role of a front of house manager or someone more senior than that, you'll never know everything you need to know in that role. But there's always a place that you can start to kind of gain your knowledge um, and, and up your experience to make it to a role as that when you will then continue to learn as situations do arise. No, I, I love that. I mean, that, that's actually a pretty good mantra for general career building, isn't it? Really, is is go that you don't need to be in a rush to like get to the the end goal, or you know, perhaps the, being a front of house manager is not the end goal, but it's part of the process of getting to I don't know, becoming a general manager or whatever. Absolutely. But same principle around the fact if you want if you want to become a director of F and B or a, a director of sales and marketing or whatever it is that you want to become spend the time in terms of like really nailing down each of the individual departments that are affected by your own role so when it comes to the front of house manager you know as you say just get yourself around and spend the time don't you know don't necessarily rush to get there because actually the more time you spend learning you know the better you better a front of house manager you'll become Absolutely. And could I add that the core skills yeah, and the core skills of a front of house manager is very similar between a luxury five star hotel in London, as well as a more modest property in the provinces, because the needs and the skills are exactly the same. So I wouldn't say to a sort of somebody who wants to become a front of house, oh, you must go to a London property. That is not the case. You can go to yeah. any any hotel in any part of the country because you know the the skills are very very transferable and if you then decide that you want to go into the luxury market then you can step up or you can stay in the particular hotel where you've trained but i i know many examples of where 
hoteliers and front of house managers start in a more modest property and then develop themselves into that luxury five star. So you don't need to start in the five star. You can grow into it. Absolutely. And um, I'll just say, you know, um, I'm not sure if you actually heard it was on, on the news just a few days ago. The CEO of Starbucks is actually he's just got this new role and just going into this new role. And um, what he's actually done is um, he's asked for some work experience as a barista. So just to kind of nice. get that experience, you know, and really kind of familiarize yourself, you know, with the establishment in, in all areas, because, you know, that really is, you know, very, very crucial. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's very difficult to gain people's respect, right, if you've not got some kind of experience within, you know, the I, I suppose the people that you're leading. Uh, at the end of the day no actually i mean when i was a gm what i used to do is is uh, once a month i used to spend a, a day in a department and i know a lot of a lot of gms do it i saw tej at fox hills i think he he spent a day sort of with the gardeners and and with the greenkeepers and i think that's really powerful as well just to remind yourself what the role is and what they do and the importance they are in that particular hotel or whatever you're doing as manager i think it's really important yeah. Plus, uh, you know, uh, if you're a hospitality person, then that's got to be fun Absolutely. as well, right? Mix it up a bit. Yeah. And, and, and um, the people in that department enjoyed as well, seeing the yeah. boss there for the day. Yeah. 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 I mean, it actually, it all comes back to, I, I suppose, in the end, the, 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 we're going, going back to some key attributes again. And, and actually, the one that underpins it all is you've got to be good with people. And as you say, Adam, it doesn't, that doesn't matter whether you're doing that in a luxury five-star environment. You know, or whether you're at, uh, a pre- at your local Premier Inn or yep. local McDonald's or Correct. whatever it is, yeah. you know, the values uh, are the same. Yeah, totally. And anybody that walks through the the front door of your business is there for an experience Correct. of some kind. You know, so it's got to be about ensuring that the that experience that you're giving them is as good as it it can be. And yes, you you know, you can then go and learn the little extra bits that help you get into luxury if that's what you want to do but correct i mean hospitality is so vast you know and there's nothing better right in terms of like going on holiday and finding this little wonderful food foodie place that you you know it's just a little hidden gem and you go there and you just get the great the best service ever the food's amazing and all of that comes back to you know how you're made to feel when you're in there and that doesn't matter if it's super luxury or absolutely or entry level yeah i completely agree with that spot on yeah, great. Okay, so let's talk about the challenges because we're we've been quite we've been quite upbeat so far. I think it's a, it's a really it's such a key role within a, a business without question. I think we've established that. But what kind of challenges can a front of house manager expect to face on a day to day basis? I suppose the challenges are dealing with some difficult guests. I'm I'm sure that you know unfortunately it still happens. And the great skill of a front of house manager is he is he's able to sort of calm the situation down because you will get you'll probably be the first point of contact if things aren't going right. So that ability to deal under pressure, to work under pressure and to sort of be able to turn a negative into a positive. That is incredibly important in life. Yeah. And, um, you know, being able to then sort of if the depend on the level of complaint of being able to deal with it. So that guest then goes away happy. I think the other thing is that obviously um, they can be the first point of contact for staff as well. So they've got to be in a really upbeat and real positive and motivational uh, frame of mind. 
because if the front of house manager is not in a good place, then that's going to soon filter out to the other departments. Well, avoid the, avoid the front office today because that manager is not in a very good place. You know, you do want to hear things like that. So the challenge is there. So in spite of them perhaps being not in the best place, they've got to still have that positive face and positive attitude and frame of mind. You know, they've got to deal with sort of the everyday dramas of front of house, whether it's overbooking. You yeah, know, rooms everybody are, loves uh, that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I remember when I was at the Cumberland in Marble Arch, we used to book out about 40 or 50 guests a night. Wow. used to have an overbooking policy of about 10%. When you've got 900 rooms, you can soon work out what the overbooking uh, was. And being able yeah. to deal with that and remain positive, so overbookings. Um, but I must also say that in spite of the challenges, there are far more positives. So we mustn't dwell on the challenges. We must dwell on what is so positive and what is so upbeat and what is so exciting about the job. That's my own personal view. Yeah. Absolutely. Jupiter, any yes. thoughts on that? Absolutely. I mean, um, as Adam said, you know, I, I really love that, you know, turning negatives into positives. It's um, it's so it's so crucial. And, you know, when you're working kind of in the industry and you're doing however many hours a week and, you know, you kind of get to a point and, you know, everybody's a bit tired and you keep going sure. and you think, well, you know, it's, it's that team, it's the supportiveness with the team that's so crucial, you know, yeah. kind of at the end of the day, you spend more time with your colleagues and your managers and everyone around you at work than you do with your own families. So, um, you know, it's it can be really, you know, helpful just to have a, a lovely positive team all be there for each other. You know, and I definitely think, you know, you know, one challenge for kind of the, the front of house manager is, um, you know, motivating the staff levels, you know, and, and keeping that kind of keeping that going. You know, it's they, they say money, you know, can't necessarily motivate people, but, you know, it's that kind of deeper level of motivation. It's um, what really, you know, helping helping the staff to kind of really understand, you know, what motivates them. And letting them kind of find that, you know, on that journey of in the hospitality industry. So, um, yeah, just sharing, sharing the positivity for the uh, for the industry. And uh, yeah, myself, absolutely enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Kat, I think you were going to jump in on something. No, it's all right. I'm happy I waited because it actually does speak very much to what Jupiter and Adam are saying. Um, and I can kind of understand this a little bit from having, um, being in a sales role is that being a front of, uh, a front of house manager is very socially exhausting. You know, you, it is, it is a very difficult job yeah. in the way that, yeah. you know, Adam said that, uh, you know, no matter whether you're having a bad day or not, you still need to put on a positive face. And as Jupiter said, you know, you're the person that's there to support the rest of the team, no matter what you are going through. So it can be a very um, overwhelming at times job. It can be a very socially exhausting job, but to turn it back to the positives, it can be incredibly rewarding because of the, you know, this, the emotional intelligence that you learn from within a role, doing those types of roles, battling with your own uh, demons or your own things on your own and supporting others while you're going through a lot, just makes you a very emotional intelligent person, which is one of the biggest attributes for a front of house manager. Um, so I think it comes full circle. Your challenges may make you stronger. And when you're stronger, you handle the challenges even better than before. Yeah, I mean, you've all made wonderful points. I mean, Jupiter, you highlighted the kind of the, the team 
element. You can't do this alone, right? At the end of the day, you can't be responsible for everything. You've got to rely on your team to be able to hold the baton when you're not there. You can't be there all day, every day. You know, you've got to trust your team to to be able to to move things forward in your absence. But also, I'd, I'd love the idea of just turning negatives in, into positives. And I, I'd always remember uh, when I, I worked reception when I was well, 21 years old, I think, on, on a cruise ship. And it was, uh, it was the greatest training ground for life Yeah, is dealing with people who've got problems yeah. uh, in terms of, you know, in terms of what that gives you for the rest of your career, not just in work, but how you deal with stuff outside of work uh, as well. And I used to put my hand up and say, look, just send all of the really horrible people down to me because I just want, I, I want that experience. I want to be able to, learn how to deal with people how do you like it's the greatest challenge and the most exciting thing to be able to turn around somebody who's in such a negative state of mind and by the time they've left your company that they're in a much better place yeah um you know and on you go 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 no 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 I was just gonna say you know I really appreciate that you said that because I've done quite a few years on the front desk as well and you know having the experience of how to to deal with certain people in certain situations as it says it doesn't just help you in your work life but it can also help you in your personal life dealing with situations of the same level of tension and you know I I think one of the hardest things is when you hit the point in your career where you don't think take things personally anymore because you know people aren't yelling at you you just happen to be the person in front of that tense situation you know so when I'm doing mentoring and coaching for those kind of entering the front of house industry it really kind of has given me a holistic approach at looking at people and I always say you know you don't know what someone has gone through before they've walked in the front door of your hotel you don't know what's going on in their personal life or work or even on the drive-in and for the most part people are very friendly people um, it just might be that that person has gone through a bad situation or something's going on at home and being able to learn in how to adapt yourself to to turn that situation as you said around Phil is is a really rewarding thing to do yeah i don't think we put enough uh, emphasis on that as a as one of the things that is a, as is a joy about this industry because you know the industry gets talked down to from the external forces of media and all of that sort of stuff and we you know i, I remember when they were talking about what's going to get visas in the you know post-brexit world and all of that and hospitality was considered low skilled i could not argue with that more because i you know i think the ability to make someone feel special is just the greatest skill on earth. Absolutely. And a a front of house manager has to do that all day, every day, basically, whether that's a member of your team or your guests or or whatever, you know? And so what that brings to you as a human just makes you a better human, makes you kinder. It makes you, you know, caring. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. More willing to deal with problems as they, as they come up, you don't run away from them. You, you know, you uh, deal with them face on. So we're, we're the highest skilled uh, sector in the world in absolutely my yeah can i also add one point which i a word we haven't used yet is empathy and yeah. i think um a front of house manager should have great empathy absolutely because the way they sort of uh, communicate with guests or staff they must always think well how would i like to be communicated what would i like to hear well how would i like this whether it's a an opportunity or whatever it is to to be dealt with so i think empathy is a, a, a huge attribute of a and, and, and any department manager, but particularly relevant 
uh, within a front of house manager. Empathy is absolutely key. And the other thing I'd mention is um, I think any front of house manager, like any hotel, is on stage. So every day they're on yeah. they're on stage, they are performing, and their audience are their guests and their staff. And I think that that is a really important something they should always remember. So if the you know as you say if they if things have gone wrong at home or whatever it is, they somehow need to have the incredible ability, which is very difficult. It's easy to say, but not always easy to deliver, to be able to sort of leave that and then go on stage in the morning and sort of deliver fantastic things. Um, That's really important. Yeah, Yeah. completely agree. I mean, you know, even with um, just going back, you know, with the empathy, I think it's really kind of important that you know as a front of house manager that you know when and people will make mistakes the staff will make mistakes you know in the industry and it's just a human thing but to kind of create that positive environment where you don't almost kind of get shut down you you kind of you take it as a, a learning opportunity a great opportunity to kind of learn you know well that went wrong this time we can do this and um Correct, you know keep it as a, as a positive thing. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. sharing that trust. And um, I, yeah, I really think um, that kind of positive energy can be contagious. You know, I've, I've been in scenarios before, you know, working in the industry and you've, if you've ever walked into a room and thought, oh gosh, the energy in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, and often, you know, I, I kind of, Oh, I'm really motivated to kind of make other people happy. And for me, you know, if you've got difficult guests in the hotels or anything, you know, for me, I would want to try even harder just to kind of turn their day around. You know, you never know what's kind of gone on behind the scenes and, um, you know, what people are dealing with. And to kind of change that person's day really do make a difference to someone's day, kind of really uplift them and give them a fantastic experience. It's just really yeah <laughs> something i'm very passionate about absolutely um yeah but yeah absolutely great to hear it as well final question before i let you all get on your merry ways what's uh what what's next after a front of house manager what's uh what's the career path once you've made it there what where could you expect to go next I would love to jump in and quickly talk about if that's okay, because I I think it's something that's not just front of house manager, but something that I personally love about the industry is that you can go anywhere Um, with the skills that you've learned being a front of house manager, you know, the people that you've met, no matter what you feel like is your next step, the skills that you've learned in this role are so well-rounded and so transferable that you can go anywhere. And I'm sure Adam, you know, being a a GM for many years will have, well, these are specific steps that you could take. Uh, But for me, you know, I I really like to think of it in a more holistic way that the, the interpersonal skills, the empathy, the emotional intelligence, everything that you learn from working in a position like a front of house manager can can expand your horizons to take you anywhere in the world love that yep absolutely yeah completely agree yeah adam do you have specific steps (laughs) um um, not really i i I think i think it's just a platform isn't it It, it, you know i i think to both uh, jupiter and cat you know they're very ambitious and I i think um you know any departmental manager role 
is just a is just a journey, and it's um, those skills are very transferable into other departments. I think you earlier said, um, Phil, that you know the importance of getting experience in different departments. So if you want to become a general manager and run run a hotel or whatever you want to do, um, those skills are are, are very very important. And um, you know whether it's becoming a rooms division manager or whatever it is, you know uh, it's onwards and upwards in my in my view. Absolutely. I think that I've also seen it as a, as most of you will know, I'm, I'm a recruiter by day. So I've seen people move from front of house manager into general management positions. Again, depends on the size of business and type of business. I've seen them move into sales. I've seen them move, move into rooms division. So, you know, it, I, I think you use the word platform, Adam. I think it's a wonderful way to kind of summarize what this role can actually bring Correct. your career. Uh, bring to your career i think it's a it is a wonderful platform to to help you if you've made your mind up that this is the you know that your this career is for you that you want to pursue one in uh, to to excellence within hospitality yeah. then i think it's just a wonderful job to get under your belt absolutely and you and, and because you're front of house you'll be seen very quickly you the, the visibility is there isn't it it's yeah. for everyone to see and enjoy and see a young manager it you know developing their career, doing a wonderful thing, uh, making a difference, and then seeing it as a not a stepping stone. I don't like that word, but but as 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 uh, as part of their journey in their career. Really, really good. Very exciting. Absolutely, great stuff. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm just gonna come back and ask the 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 question we kind of started with, which is just how important is the front of house manager? Very quick answer from each of you. Jupiter, how important is it? It is absolutely crucial. For example, think of a an orchestra and you've got all of these individual pieces of um, music all together, but it needs that, you know, that it needs that conductor to kind of bring them all together. And that is, you know, the crucial part of the front of house manager. It is the connection between all the different departments and um, yeah, and absolutely kind of the backbone of uh, the hospitality. That's wow. a beautiful it summary. Is. Absolutely. Actually. Such a wonderful way to summarize it. Yeah, top that guys. Go on. I, I was gonna say I don't I don't think I can. Um I you know I was just gonna say that I find that the front of house manager is the lifeblood of of the hotel it's what allows everyone to to do their role smoothly to be successful and to just uh, as as you very much said uh phil set the stage um and allow this beautiful play that we have on for our guests um to run seamlessly and smoothly every single day fantastic and adam last thoughts uh my last thought is you've decided to build a hotel and you decided that the structure you're going to have in that hotel, what positions would you automatically put into the hotel? And to me, front of house manager will immediately put in, be put in just as much as you need a chef, you need a front of house manager, you need a housekeeper. It is absolutely crucial for any successful hotel. So um, that's my lasting parting sort of thought. Great stuff. Well, I, to me, that, that seems a wonderful way to, to end. Thank you so much for all of your thoughts and opinions, guys. I, I think we've absolutely categorically announced that the role of the front of house manager is safe in this industry at the moment it's uh, it's essential absolutely important and uh yeah thanks so much for for getting involved thanks, thanks for, for having us me. Thank really you. enjoyed it nice to meet you jupiter and cat 
Really enjoyed it. Thank you. You as well. Anne. Lovely to meet you all. Thank you. Thanks so much. Take care, guys. Take care, guys. Bye. Cheers, Phil. Bye-bye. Thanks very much. Thank Cheers. Bye. Bye bye. I'm in. Today's episode of I'm In covered the importance of the front of house manager and featured Jupiter Humphrey Bishop, AIH, Katrina Pengelly, MIH, Adam Tepperling, FIH, and hosted by me, Phil Street, FIH. A huge thank you goes to the IOH's very own Leon Williams, FIH, for the music and Sonia Cresswell, MIH, for the artwork and branding. To say I'm in and feature on a future episode, contact phil.street at instituteofhospitality.org and to find out more about the Institute of Hospitality or to join our hospitality family, please click the links in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and join us next time where we'll be looking into personal growth.